It's time for Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. Hey, 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 everybody. I hope you have had an amazing week. Here we are. It's Unfiltered with YWAM on your Friday evening. My name is Teresa, and I'm the host for the show. And here in the studio with me is one of my good friends, Dave Bart. Hello, Teresa. It's nice Come to be on. here tonight. It's awesome to have you, Dave. Seriously, we've had him on... We doing a show a few weeks ago, a yeah, few months did, ago. Yeah, it might have been like four or five weeks ago yeah. on it was discipleship. That's and right, that's and right. That was fun. It was cool. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, come on, me as well, Dave. I'm very <laughs> excited for this specific episode. Guys, this show we have something very special, and this is a part two to one of the episodes we've already done. And mm-hmm. Dave, again, I just wanted to check in. How's your week been? Oh, the week's actually been really good. It's mm. been fairly lighthearted, nothing too serious. Okay, okay. Um, and I feel like I've actually gotten some of those, you know, those boxes. Maybe you don't have boxes. I have little boxes <laughs> I that, circles. I, that I tick, right? <laughs> and when I get things done, I just tick those boxes. And so yeah. I've been able to do some of that. So mm. I've had a pretty epic week. Come on, man. That is cool. Hey, I love that we really evaluate how our week's <laughs> been with the productivity of our lives. It's good. We're very uh, result-focused people. It's good. But anyway, guys, stay tuned because we are going to dive into Dave's story and what Jesus has done in his life. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. Welcome back, guys. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And I shared just a few minutes ago that Dave Barch is here in the studio with me. Yay, Teresa! Come on. I've known Dave for about six years. I think it's been six, which is crazy. Yeah, it could even be a little bit more than that. Hey. It's true. It's true. I maybe first met you a few years before that. True. And it is. it has been awesome. Dave's been working with Youth with a Mission for, I would say, eons. But yeah, dinosaur years. <laughs> that's right. That's so right. So that equals to approximately 20 years. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it sounds like, whoa, 20 years. Wow. <laughs> and so it, it's uh, truly been awesome to be under Dave's leadership and... Something that I really value about Dave is he is a very passionate discipler. Um, discipleship simply just means mentoring. You're listening to people. You're walking with people. You're not necessarily just telling people what to do, but you're in it with them. That's and, right. And Dave, I, I love that that's something you really live out. Um, and so having you on this topic, which I'm very excited to dive into, is a very big blessing. So cool. thank you for just giving your time for this. Absolutely. And the topic that we're discussing about today, guys, is pornography. And we've done a topic like this a few weeks back called Issue with Pornography. We had Alan in just dissecting the facts about it, how it's been just progressed in our society. And Dave here is going to share his actual story with it. So, Dave, this is going to be vulnerable. This is going to be really cool. Um, Again, we honor you with this story. Really, really thankful you've come in to share it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I wanted to just get get into it, essentially. Let's do it. And ask you, when was the first time you got exposed? First time that I got exposed to pornography, I was probably eight or nine years old. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, I, I come from a big family, four brothers, three sisters, you know, and okay, I'm seven okay, of eight. Yep. And um, yeah, it just happened that one of my older brothers happened to have a magazine. And oh. 
Um, and I, I don't remember the fine details because it was such a long time ago. Yeah, eight, um, yeah. But I was, I was about eight or nine when I first seen my, uh, seen this magazine that had pornographic right. images in it. And we often can think, man, um, that's just innocent, right? Like, and I'm thinking how many of us can relate to that of, I maybe can't with specific topic pornography, but there's for sure things that, oh, my older cousin or my older aunt or whatever it is, just exposed me to something that I was like, oh, wow, I had no idea that was a thing. (laughs) And, you know, so for being eight and nine, that's young. Yeah. Like we often think 16, 17, but wow. And yep. that was, you know, and you're 40 something now, 42. 42 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, you know, crazy. And yeah. that wasn't when society had it online. That's right. It was through a magazine. Yep. And so for you, what did that do inside of you? What kind of, what was the progression? So you saw a magazine when you were eight. What did that kind of cause you to do then? Well, like I think, um, you know, it's, it was a long time ago. So some of the details might be <laughs> hazy, but I want to take you on a bit of a journey because mm-hmm. I think. Uh, it was helpful to me, like in my exit out of pornography and getting free and stuff, to hear story and actually get real with it. Yeah. Um, I, I think again, hindsight, looking back and being able to see a little more clearly, um, you know, it was progressive. I think in my mind and in my heart, like curiosity was there. Right. And um, and I think going from that from that magazine, it's it's not that like as a nine year old, I could just go to the shops and buy a magazine. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't that. I, I think. It just instigated curiosity, right? Um, and because it was around me, mm-hmm. um, I had friends at school. They, they they grabbed their dad's Playboys and they and they came to school with it. Right, and, right. Hey, look, um, guys, look, guys. Yeah, and everybody's looking at it, and we're all just wondering what's going on. Yeah, and just things that we shouldn't be exposed to that I shouldn't have been exposed to. I just was, and and it wasn't just a one off. It was actually wow. many times, and so I, I think it just started creating momentum in my heart and mind about what mm. this whole sexuality should look like and be like. Right, right. You know, relationships between um, boy and girl, what what that should look like. Right. And, and did yeah. your parents kind of talk ever about that? You know, when you're growing, you know, into manhood, like I feel like 13, 12, like I'm not a parent myself, but I know those are ages where moms and dads are really like, okay, we need to start having the sex talk. We need to start talking yeah. about this stuff. Were your parents uh, involved in those kinds no, of things? Those, no, I, th- I think, um, you know, nothing against my parents. I, no, for I, sure. I, I for love sure. my parents. I just, they weren't really equipped for that either, you know. Right. Um, yep. Their parents never helped them with that. And so to talk about sex and yeah. pornography, all of these major issues, it just seemed like a too hard basket. And so it's just easier to, you know, sometimes throw a blind eye or close yep. your ears to it and just hope for the best. Oh, man. Um, and so un- <laughs> unfortunately for me, it didn't really work maybe the way they would have liked well coming up we're going to continue to chat about dave's story within pornography and just how it impacted the world around him you're listening to unfiltered with ywam on juice Welcome back, guys. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And I am your host, Treza. And Dave, it's been awesome so far chatting with you. We're diving into the issues with pornography. And Dave Barch has willingly just wanted to share his story because he knows of the impact of pornography. He knows just the lies that can surround it, the shame that it comes with. And so, Dave, it's been awesome to just start shedding some light on it. Sure, yeah. And so as an eight-year-old... 
first time ever getting exposed to pornography. You see a magazine. Yep. So what are the, basically the outcomes of that? What did being exposed to pornography at such a young age due to your life, what was the impact for that? Look, I, I think it, like, for me, it took a number of years, and I think this is progressive for many people. Right. It's not just a one-off. It's the continual progression of seeing it and being right. exposed to it. And it's just started creating templates for me in my heart and in my mind of what what is normal, right? Yep. So it started yep. creating a normal in me. Yep. And, um, you know, even as a, as a 12-year-old, like, I remember, you know, as a 12-year-old kid, you know, I was um, kind of seeing a girl, you right, know, dating right, a girl, right. you know, as, <laughs> as a 12-year-old. And it was my longest relationship, you know, as a teen. Yeah, yeah, Actually, yeah. Actually, it was pre-teen. Um, and uh, it was just crazy the kind of stuff that I was doing as a 12-year-old yeah. kid with another 12-year-old girl, you know. Man. And much of this was actually like it was just a normal progressive thing you know like if we are boyfriend girlfriend and uh and we've been dating for six months you know it just seemed right to do these next things it's, right it was always a progressive thing and it honestly um as a 12 year old i wasn't thinking that there was anything wrong with this yes you almost don't think of the you know the uh repercussions of it yeah, you don't think right. of the consequences and even for myself i'm thinking man i have a lot of people I know have 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds, and I'm like, I could never imagine yeah. them being exposed to pornography, yeah, right? For, absolutely. If for some reason, in my mind, it is a 15, for some reason, 15-year-old is just kind of when I'm like, okay, and above that mm -hmm. is when we start seeing it, get curious of it, and start using pornography. But 11, 12. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, no, it was actually a, like, when I look back now, I've, I've got a daughter that's 11, and, right. and the thought of, you know, her doing things that I was doing when I was her age is, um, like, it's, it's actually crazy. Yeah. But that was the, that was the normal. Right, like, like that, right. That legit was actually what I found was normal in my mind and in my heart, and, um, you know, and, it, and it's progressive, you know, like, I, mm. it, it, it led into all kinds of things, you know, like masturbation was something that right. that came with this whole thing as well, too. It was something that I seen in um, in these pornographic magazines and movies and stuff like that. And, right. um, and so all of this just became a normal part of sexuality. Right. Um, but it created a lot of shame and... Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden I was, I was living in a place of darkness where I didn't want to share certain things with people because right. I was shameful of it. And, um, at the end of the day, you know, like I think, um, the thing that I hated the most, you know, growing up into this and when, when I became a Christian in particular is mm. I, I hated the fact that I was being controlled by something that I hated. Yeah. Wow. Dave. Yep. And that's big, right? Because that is the moment where you're like, man, this is actually something I hate. Why am I doing it? That's right. And then sh more shame. More shame can come in of, oh, like, why am I doing this? You know, oh, I'm like, why am I not good enough? Why can I not beat this? That's right. We all of a sudden start looking at ourselves, right? And it's this crazy cycle that, you know, a 13-year-old can't describe, right? Absolutely, like a 13-year-old yeah. has no idea that this is something that is really going to have these, a lot of emotions that come along with it. Mm -hmm. And so even as an adult being in that realm of this cycle of shame, That's right. I can't imagine. Yeah, like, no, it's it just continues. It's a, right. it's a really vicious cycle and it is incredibly difficult to beat when you're in that space. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, coming up, we're going to share more about Dave's story on how he became free and how Jesus really impacted his life as a young man. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3.
All right, here we are with Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And Dave, this has been really good. Talking about pornography, like that's an intense thing. This is not something that's just a normal conversation over coffee. Sure. Right? And so I'm very... (laughs) (laughs) It'd be an interesting coffee. It would would be. It would be. (laughs) And so I'm very grateful and happy that you're here, man. Just to shed some light on this, someone who has used pornography um, at a young age, right? And so I wanted to kind of ask you... Um, what it is that made your viewpoint change with pornography. I think I know a lot of people who look at pornography and think it's okay or it's normal sure. or even masturbation, it's healthy, right? We can hear these things and there's so many viewpoints around it now that because it's everywhere, you know, you can go on a website and boom, an ad comes up or it's just not just a magazine anymore. It's so much on the computer screen sure. when the door shut in your own room, right? Yep. And so I wanted to ask from someone who's done it at a young age, who's been involved in it, who's hated it, but yet known the pleasure of it, mm-hmm. what's your viewpoint with it now? Yeah, well, look, I um, this is the way that I kind of seen it, you know, and mine mm-hmm. has been experiential all the way through. I'm sure many people listening have either watched it or are experiencing it right now. Right. Um, it's it's so loose and it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, but my experience is that it's um, it began to destroy me as a person, right? Like, oh, wow. and I've I've kind of seen it like this as as a cancer. You know, if you had cancer in your body, mm. um, we would be heading to the hospital. We, we would mm. get the best doctors. We'd cut 100%. that cancer out because we want to live, right? And um, and this is the deception over pornography and. Um, the whole idea of sexuality outside of the Bible, right, mm. um, is that it actually destroys us, right? And yeah. so when you ask me what's, uh, what's changed your view, um, like I would say um, pre-giving my life to Jesus, mm. all of this was normal. It was a planted normal that happened when I was eight or nine, right? right yeah. And so I was just living this life. And of, it just grows in you, right? Absolutely, yeah. It, mm. it just grew and it was my life. But um it was actually the day that I got saved, you know, where I, when I gave my life to Jesus, January 7th, 2001, 10.30 in the morning. I love that you can remember the day. I, I remember it because Jeez. it was such a radical transformation. Wow. And um, it was actually that space there um, when I gave my life to God and I met Jesus for real mm. um, that my mind started changing like, and I... I want to say like instantly yeah. my mind started changing and I started wow. um, actually feeling things on my heart uh, about pornography. When I would look at it, I would feel bad where mm. prior to that, I wouldn't feel bad about it. And right. so, you know, the Bible calls us conviction, right? When we feel bad about it, it's because God's trying to keep us mm. in a healthy place and away from things that destroy us. That's good, Dave. That's awesome. And And again, like it's it's pretty cool to hear, you know, you grew up in a Christian home, you had, you went to church and all these things, and yet it was maybe a bit religious. I think you would say it was full on religion. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there's definitely religion. Right. And so for you to have this moment, this encounter with God, um, and that you remember the specific day of, absolutely, yeah. that is incredible that you can just say immediately your mind started changing. Now yep. I wanted to just ask this view of for pornography um you know how long like was it a progression even when you became a christian sure were you still using pornography were you still finding yourself in it okay yes so explain that process with us so yeah it was um that was actually a really hard process because all of a sudden i realized it was in a battle you know um because now now that i give my life to god and um and i've you know like as as the scriptures say like i've actually become a new person i have a new way of thinking a new way of seeing, right? All mm. of a sudden, I realized that there was an agenda against mm. me, you know? And um, maybe for a lot of the listeners, they're they're unaware of this, but there was definitely good and evil. There was right. Satan and there was God. And so 
I realized that there was an assignment against me to mm. keep me in pornography. And, um, and that was probably a three to four year journey mm. of, of me actually hating this thing, um, but trying to get free, you know, and, uh, and it was a very complicated process. And I would, right. I'd find, you know, months where I was totally free and I was, mm. uh, you know, experiencing victory to a degree. And then all of a sudden I'd find myself right back into it. And then I would get sucked into it for a week, two weeks, mm. and then I'd get free for another month. And so it, it honestly felt like a bit of a hopeless cycle in some ways. Yeah. And I think that's even where shame can even more so come in. Absolutely. It's like, man, I met Jesus. I've encountered him. I'm a Christian. And yet here I am finding myself back at, you know, square one. And so what is something I guess in those moments where you, um, what, where would you find your hope? I guess, like, what is it that made you no, no, no. I want to continue to seek Jesus in this, you know, like, what was it that kept you going? Yeah, no, that's actually a really good question. And, and this was, um, this was progressive, you know, like I had heard people, uh, Christians in my life along the way say, Hey Dave, you know, um, you can get free from this. God's word is really powerful. Right, right. Just read his word. And, Honestly, I would read his words sometimes and still not feel free and I would give up. But I was really encouraged to mm. actually hang on to truth. You know, there, there's one thing that the Bible says sets us free and it's the truth. And if you don't mind, I want to share a couple of the scriptures yes. that I really hung on to. Come on. And so coming up, let's hear those scriptures. Let's hear about this truth. You're listening to Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. Hey guys, welcome back to Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And man, this has been awesome. Thank you, Dave. Yes. It's been incredible. We're talking about the issue with pornography. And so we ended the last segment on Dave just sharing how his process of getting set free. And again, Dave, you've been working with YWAM for 20 years. Yep. And Youth with a Mission, it's passion is discipleship. Yep. And that's something that I've seen you just live out day in and day out. You've mentored many, many people. I'm sure you've mentored many guys in this uh, subject of pornography. Yes, definitely. And so I, again, where you ended, I wanted to just talk about some simple truths, right? Mm -hmm. Like what are these truths that people can be living in and living by uh, to essentially see themselves set free from this pornography? For sure. Yeah. No. So um, in the last section, I was just mm -hmm. talking about some things that have really helped me and um, and maybe I'll just share this first because, you know, as a, as a young Christian man, you know, um, struggling with pornography and really desiring to want to be free, um, I found myself having conversations with other men, Christian mm -hmm. men. Right. And, um, and essentially what I was left with was, um, <laughs> look, this is something that every man struggles with. And so, you know, God is really good. He will forgive you of your sins. Oh. And so... Um, if you find yourself in it, ask God to forgive you and ask mm. him to give you strength. And mm. honestly, it, it left me in this um, hopeless space. It was yeah. kind of, it was a sin confess, sin confess cycle. Yep. And um, and really, it's um, it was the truth of God's word um, that teaches us how to see properly. Right. And so it was really the word of God um, and being encouraged, stay in the word wow. um, that kept me, I guess, above water. And so yep. few of these things... Um, this was, this is in the word of God. So it's not like it's uh, 
a gem that's been hidden for eternity and now it's here. Yeah, right, right, right. It's just right. about actually seeing it, right, and engaging with it and really spending time on it. And so, in Romans 6, it actually talks about us as new believers, mm. believing in Jesus, right? It says that we're freed from the power of sin, right? Now, that is a, that's an incredible reality, you know? Yep. If sin does not have its grip on my life, then why is it controlling me? Yeah, wow. And that's a big revelation. It is massive. It's absolutely massive. Now, in some of my mentoring earlier from other men, um, this was never brought up. It was right. like, a, just confess your sin. Right, and it's kind and, of, oh, that's, you know, just the battle you're in. That's right. Um, maybe you'll have it forever. That's but, right. But just keep on asking for forgiveness. He'll keep forgiving you. Yeah, that's a good that's a good description. And I think the issue for me here was um, I identified as a sinner, mm. you know, uh, because I sinned, right? And so right. As, a, as a new believer, I'm, I'm a sinner, but I'm just trying to get right with Jesus. And... Mm. Um, and I had some radical teaching come into my life and had some really great men and women actually come around me and really encourage me. And what really set me free was my identity. You yeah. know, as a believer, I'm a son of God, right? And, you know, it's in uh, Matthew 7 where it talks about mm. the good tree and bad tree. Right, and, yep. And it's it's actually a picture of when we get born again, God says you're a good tree and you bear good fruit. And so these were like some really simple, mm. um, I guess, scriptures that I was looking at and meditating on that created a new reality in me. Yeah. And I'm I, free. I love that because I think oftentimes, even when I was a new believer, I would tend to complicate things. And it's not that I've been following Jesus for a long, long time and have a lot of wisdom, but it's the simple truth of identity. It's so important of you're a good tree. That's right. And trees, they don't have to force fruit out of them. Good fruit just comes from them, That's right? right? And yeah. so it's not this everyday battle of, oh, I got to be good. I got to be good. I got to be good. It's you are good. Mm -hmm. So just live from that place. That's yeah. really good, Dave. And um, look, I, I think another thing that I was encouraged to do in this process mm -hmm. um, that really helped me was spend time with God. Yes. Like actually spend time. So I, I found myself reading the word of God. I, I found myself in devotionals and meeting with people, mm. um, but it was a space that maybe I was just a little bit um, nervous about. I don't know why, yeah, okay. but spending time with the Father, you know? Right. And as I started doing that, these things that I was reading, they started coming alive. Right. So I wasn't just reading words on a page. It's actually something that started living on the inside of me, mm. and Holy Spirit breathed on this, and all of a sudden, this reality just began to sharpen me as a person. Yes, yes. My desire for pornography just wasn't there. Yeah, wow. Like, honestly, it just wasn't there. And I look back and, and you go, well, so what exactly happened? And it's like, well, many things happened, right? Right, right. But at the end of the day, it was my love for Jesus. It mm. was the power of God that actually came in and transformed my heart. Yes. It wasn't mind over matter. It was actually God changing my life come on dave these are amazing truths people and i think if you are listening now just receive this receive that god is good yeah. he has a plan for you and so coming up we're going to continue to talk about these simple truths that just jesus moves in this is unfiltered with ywam on juice 107.3 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And I'm telling you, this show has been awesome. I really love just bringing the filters off of topics that sometimes we just put under the rug. Sometimes it's just topics that we simply don't know what to talk about, right? Like sure, pornography. Yeah. Some yeah. people don't even know, what do I say about pornography, really? What That's it, right. It, it's, it's weird, too. It is weird. It's weird to talk about. So anyway, here we are talking about it. I love it. <laughs> so Dave, again, thank you for sharing these simple truths in terms of getting free from Mm -hmm. the grips of pornography and i wanted to ask you briefly shared just on how reading the word really was um a transformational time for you you know this progression of three to four years and what happened when there was temptation that came so you're in this process of reading the word and renewing your mind renewing living in this new life with jesus what about the teeter-tottering you know when it's like okay I, I'm a Christian and I'm loving Jesus and I'm learning about him, but well, there's this temptation to continue using pornography. There's yeah. this temptation, right? What what did that process look like? Yeah, well, look, man, I, I know that space all too well, mm. um, and I'm very familiar with um, with the power of emotions in that space. You right, know, when yeah. it when it comes and it's um, there's actually many things that I did in in different moments. You know what I mean? Um, maybe a few examples are, um, you know, I'm. I'm just in my bedroom. I'm about to go to bed, and all of a sudden, these thoughts get sewn into my yeah, mind. Yeah, right, right. And um, and I'm just wanting to rest. I'm 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 just about to go to bed, but right. yet all my, of a sudden it's all like... of a sudden it's it's there. My mind's filled mm. with like this this idea of just go and look at porn. Right. Go and look at porn. Go. And there was moments, honestly, where I literally had to get up off of my bed and actually go outside, head down to the shops, find find a place where there was lots of people right. to get completely out of that space. Mm. Um, so those were things that I did. And um, sometimes it was call a friend thing as well. Right. These yep, are things yep. that you have to muster up courage to do because, yeah. again, it can be quite a shameful space, you know, when you're struggling with this. and. And you can feel really weak in the process yeah. of like you're a Christian man, and you know, and and you're in ministry as <laughs> right, well right, too, right. and um, and you should have this all together. And um, and I promise you that a lot of people don't have it together, yeah. but Jesus does, Come right? On, and so right. I would literally, I'd just call a friend and say, "Hey, I am um, just being bombarded by thoughts right now. The desire is high. Could you just pray for me? Could you talk to me right now?" Yeah, that's good. And Dave. these were things that. Um, that I, they're like tools in my belt that right. were just there, you know, right. that I just used them and they were incredibly helpful. But yeah. yeah, that's good. Thank you, Dave. And I guess the process is different for everyone. Yep, right. It is. For some people, it's going to be going to the shops and, you know, whatever that is being in a public place for others, it's going to be like, yep, man, I need to talk right now. And so I guess within this, what's another um, you're, you're talking? I feel like you're leading into this place of accountability. You know, can you shed a little bit light on is it important to expose it, right? Like, should I be finding people around me? Definitely. Who, yeah, okay, okay. Definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say absolutely. Um, what's hidden in darkness can destroy. It'll just eat you alive, right? Right, right. And, um, and it, it'll actually just perpetuate what's happening, right? Mm. You haven't exposed anything. And so the enemy really has a, a hold on your mind. Right. You know, it actually says that the strongholds of the mind, you know, they're like... These things are actually up here, yeah, wow. and um, and when we expose these things for what they are, it's amazing how light comes in, exposes darkness, and you start getting levels of freedom immediately. Mm, and that's so, good, Dave. you know, my my thing is 
get connected with somebody. Okay. Yeah. You know, whether it's um, you know, if you're a girl, get connected with a woman that you can share some things with, right? Right. Um, and if you're a man, get connected with with another man where you can share, you know, some of these things that you're going through with yeah, pornography and stuff. Good. And they can just hold you accountable, you know, um, to just ask you every week, hey, um, you know, what have you been doing this week? Have you been looking at stuff? And, you know, I I had um I had a pretty full on accountability partner. It was it was great, you know, but he would <laughs> he would say things and it was a little bit scary, you know. Yeah, it, for like, sure, it was scary. For sure. You know, every week I'd come back and he would say things like, Hey, um, so what have you been doing? Have you right. been touching yourself? Have you looked at things? <laughs> and it was it was super <laughs> a, confronting yes, yes, things. Yes. But I I'll just say this, you know, it's it's funny to you know, hear that now, but in the moment, I actually needed something that intense because it just allowed everything to come up. There was no space for lying or or not telling the whole truth, right? Yep, yep. And it's important to get that in that space because otherwise, like you said, it's just such an area where shame and just this condemnation will come over you. And to remember what you said about the simple truth of your good tree, right? There's this new life that Jesus has offered. And so Getting people around you to support you in that process is a good thing. Absolutely. It's such a good thing. We need to be connected to people around us that can be upfront and just confronting to us, yeah. right? Like that's powerful stuff. And this is the thing too, right? Like I I, I had to get serious right. about not wanting to look at pornography. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's um it's a crazy thing, you know. We we sometimes desire something that we don't want to work for. Yeah. Right. And this is something that is super difficult, you know, because you want to love Jesus, but yet there's still a drawing to this thing. Yeah. And I had to get serious in my in my life about that, right? And so um so yeah, no, I'll I'll just say this, you know, mm. like the the turbulent soul is always looking for a place of comfort, right? Mm. And so when you're not doing well in your soul, you're generally going to be looking for some form of comfort. That's good. That's good, Dave. And so let's continue this chat of issues with pornography. This is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 1073. Hey guys, this is Unfiltered with YWAM on Juice 107.3. And man, this has been sweet. Dave, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being vulnerable. I think pornography is something that we often, I mean, if you just tuned in, you're probably like, what, what, what? But I will share some platforms that you can listen to the show. And we have been diving into just the issue of pornography. And Dave, it's been so cool to hear your story, your process through that. And do you have any final words, anything you'd like to encourage our listeners with? Yeah, I yeah I do actually. Mm. Um, there's a couple of things that I'd really want to encourage people with um, that are struggling with pornography and are really desiring to get free. And um, I guess you know one of the first things is that you're not alone in the journey. You know, yeah, that's really good. important to understand that there there is people around that would love to help you with this issue. Right. Because um, I it, it can feel like a really lonely road if mm. it's just me myself and I. Right. Right. And, all I have is what I have, and I need a little bit of help, right? So yep. just know that you're not alone. Um, That's good, Dave. And in this journey of you know connecting with God, getting in your Word, and getting hungry to get free from this, you know, when you find yourself missing the mark, you know, mm. sometimes we just miss the mark, and we're like, "Here I am again. I'm right. I looked Back at pornography again. Yep, yep. Condemnation can just fill your mind and your heart. You can feel like such a bad person, and you know, I scripturally it just says, "Don't don't condemn yourself. Mm. Ask God to forgive you." And he sets you free, right? Yeah, come on. And 
the third thing is stay connected, you know, like make sure that there's people in your life. Like we're, we were never meant to be lone rangers. Right. God yep. created the body, right? So we're one body, many parts. And, and it says that when one part of the body suffers, we all suffer with it, right? Mm. And so when we ask for help, when we confess our sins one to another, the word says that he will heal us, right? right and so right. I think this is a great thing for us just to remember. So yep. that we're not out there trying to do something on our own, but we're grabbing a brother or a sister or right, you know, whoever right. it is. And we're, we're linking arms to get free and to stay free. Come on, kumbaya. Here we Hallelujah. go. We are holding each other accountable <laughs> and we're moving forward, ladies and gents. It's awesome. I love it. So if you did not tune into this whole show and would love to, I have some great platforms for you. Let me tell you, we've got Spotify. We've got Apple Podcast and the podcast is called Unfiltered with YWAM. So just search that and you're great. And if you are listening to this show now or maybe later and you know a friend who would maybe love to just connect with someone who can really walk them through or they're maybe left with some questions right now, I'm going to read out a website that you can go to and email. So it's just the email that I'm going to give to you right now. And it is unfiltered at ywamgc.com.au. So again, that's unfiltered at ywamgc.com.au. Unfiltered at ywamgc.com.au. I love it, guys. And again, thank you for listening. We are here every Friday night at 7 p.m. And we just want to take those filters off of these topics that can sometimes become so massive. Again, like pornography. It's a topic that I don't generally want to talk around the coffee table with right but it's so important we need to just be dissecting it and bringing truth into these things so every friday night at 7 p.m we will be here on juice 1073 talking about a topic every other week and this week it was dave barch ladies and gents it was awesome having you here dave no worries so again enjoy your weekend guys have fun this was unfiltered with ywam on juice 1073